everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Free Black Woman. I'm your host, Alicia Renice, and today we're actually going to start something new. So over the past few years, I've been collecting stories from Black women who inspire me, who encourage me, who I just think are awesome people in general, um, and I've decided to start sharing those. <laughs> so you should know that The Free Black Woman started out as a photo project, and the whole idea was to give a voice and a face to Black women from every background, every age, um, every belief system, just to let people know like, hey, like we're multifaceted. You know, there are a lot of stereotypes around Black women. And while I thought the photo project was fun and it was great, I also wanted it to be, I guess, a little bit more impactful. And I thought that the way to go about this should change. And so I decided to start sharing the actual stories of these women. Like, it's nice to see their faces, but I think it's more important to hear their stories and hear the stories behind those faces. So this is just like the photo project in that people will be given a platform to speak their stories. people, again, from every age, every background, I feel like every Black woman's story is important. And too often, we do not have the opportunity or the platform to share our stories authentically and um, in safe spaces. And so I wanted to create a safe space for Black women. And that's what I did here. So we're actually going to start sharing the stories of these Black women. um, And I cannot wait. There are so many Black women who are in the lineup, so many more I'm going to interview soon. And today's guest is Denise. She has labeled herself as the forgiving Black woman, and you'll find out why in the episode. But we talk about everything in this episode. It's just really juicy, really good. And we talk about the importance of Black community amongst women. We talk about being a safe place for other Black women, how being free sets others free. And we talk about counseling, microaggressions at the workplace, being newly married, and the lessons that we learned while we were single, Um, the importance of taking our time, the importance of going slow and being present and being deliberate. Um, Yeah, like it's just just really great. It was really refreshing to re-listen to this. Um, This episode, you should know, was recorded a couple of years ago. So we weren't actually face-to-face. I know that Corona is happening. Um, We want to be really, really safe. And so for some of the interviews, there will be face-to-face, but a lot of them after that will be over Zoom. So the quality might change a little bit, but the stories are still amazing. So I hope that you stay tuned for that. And without further ado, I introduce the amazing, the wonderful, the beautiful, the joyful Denise, the forgiving Black woman. All right, so thank you for coming. And well, thanks for being a willing participant in this interview. So... Why don't you start with who is Denise and how did she come to be? <laughs> I was born in a manger. No, just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, my birth name is Denise Natasha Joy Copeland. Okay. Yes. Um, my mom mm-hmm. had me at the tender age of 19. Yay. Um, at the time, she was a single parent, but she eventually married my father. Mm-hmm. Oh, cute love story. They were 14 years old when they met, got on each other's nerves, fell in love, got on each other's nerves, had a baby. (laughs) And I brought so much joy to their lives that they decided, you know what, you don't annoy me that much. So let's stay together forever and have all these children. Yeah. (laughs) Years later. (laughs) Right. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure how far you want me to go with that. No, it's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am a unique person. Mm-hmm. A educator, mm-hmm. writer, self 
self-imposed writer. No, That's kidding. No. I'm self-proclaimed. You are a writer, yeah. Uh, a writer, uh, a wife. Mm-hmm. So I said my birth name is mm-hmm. that because my married name is yeah. Denise Natasha Joy Cesare. Oh. Which everybody seems to like mispronounce. So Cesare. Cesare. <laughs> so, yeah. So how, how, what is it like being a wife now? Like, oh my God. Coming from being, you know. Single for yeah. like my whole life. Um, <laughs> I always call it a beautiful challenge okay. because I feel like um, I'm learning so much. And I feel like it's cliche to say this, but when people say it, they really, really mean it. Mm-hmm. I'm learning so much about myself oh, and yeah. about him. Yeah. And whenever you really create a space to like learn about yourself Mm -hmm. it's challenging yeah but like it's also beautiful because every single moment that you learn something new Mm -hmm. about the person Mm -hmm. there's a moment of um change or evolution and like the choice to actually like okay so i'm not going to eat this entire box of cereal (laughs) that's my favorite because i have to share it because i'm a wife exactly um it's beautiful because I find myself doing a lot of little things mm-hmm. that are super, super little, but like mm-hmm. I know it would please him or make a mm-hmm. smile on his face. Yeah. And like it was born of him doing yeah. it for me. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, yeah, I, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, yeah. I think that is it is true when people say that um, and people do find it to be a cliche, but it's true. Like it's it's very reflective. Like marriage is like a yes. mirror, you know, you're yes. with this person most of your well apart from like working like you're with this person like most of your days Mm -hmm. and like little things that get on your nerves and stuff like that like you'll be looking at yourself like did i really just say that right i was irritated i probably shouldn't have said that (laughs) yeah so yeah (laughs) so so what makes you come alive like what what are some things that yeah that make you come alive that ignite your passions or like break your heart things like that oh my god so first of all um I love to see other people win mm. and like I'm super passionate about it. Sometimes yeah. I go too hard. Like yeah. my coworkers, <laughs> they're like, relax. David, my husband, yeah. is like, relax, Aww. my family. Yeah. But like I will go to the ends of the earth to make sure yeah. people are seen, yeah. people are heard. Yeah. Like if they if they have a gift, mm-hmm. I'm like pushing them, yeah. pushing them. I don't care if they don't want to be pushed. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, no, you got this. You could do it. Yeah. So like things like that come alive. And like, um, in my education, I wanted to be a teacher, mm-hmm. and I thought like mm-hmm. that I'm gonna do that. Like I'm gonna make sure kids learn everything that is yeah. that they learn. Yeah. They need to learn, and I'm yeah. gonna push them. Yeah. And then through that, I was like, oh my god, I'm actually a counselor, and so. I pursued that and I became a counselor, a college counselor. And I was just like, every (laughs) single kid has a dream and I have to push them and make them like know that they can do it. And that was like deeply, like I was so passionate about it. Like I feel like I even made myself sick, Mm. you know? Yeah. Like going so hard, staying up late at night, like going through Mm. their grades and making sure I looked up every single college. Yeah. Like I was really losing myself in that. Yeah. Um, And then eventually I switched gears and realized like it was the planning behind Mm. it, the detail, the execution. And like I realized like I didn't have to physically do everything. Yeah. Um, And so I became 
an administrator for the Department of Education that helps schools right. and their leaders right. think about how they're going to implement plans and structures. Mm. So, like, the root of it is, like, I come alive when yeah. I see structures and systems put in place yeah. for people to win. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's, it ties with the first one. Like yeah. It's, yeah. So, like, within, I know within, um, I guess, like, the woman community or, like, more specifically, like, the black women community, I think um, sometimes the narrative that's pushed is that we don't want each other to win because, yeah, I guess, scarcity mindset and stuff like that. Like, what are your thoughts about that? Like, why do you think people people do that? Yeah, like, first of all, just speaking of that, yeah. like, as a black woman yeah. who, who chooses to, like, push other people, I don't know why people always think, like, there's either a hidden agenda attached yeah. to it or, like, mm. she lying. She didn't deal so with you some get that unresolved issue. Yeah. So, like, oh, why are okay. you pushing everybody else? What yeah. about you? And I'm like, this is, I'm in my <laughs> element. I'm pushing you. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like it's because society is just so used to mm-hmm. black women, like, being at the back end mm. or just, like, choosing to suffer. Like, mm-hmm. Every movie, you always see yeah. the black mother on the bus with her feet tired coming from her third job. Yeah. Like, you don't see her out there pushing mm-hmm. and winning. Mm-hmm. And then if, if there is a movie like that, there's yeah. always, like, some other dilemma. Yeah. She's mean. She's, yeah. like, hateful. Yeah. Or she's in love with some white man. You know, yeah. like... You know, they're not used to seeing us, but we are out here. Yeah. We're just not we making just... a big deal of us <laughs> yeah. being out here. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, yeah, so I think society itself mm-hmm. is not used to us mm-hmm. in that um, in that light. Mm-hmm. That's like, I know I got stuff, yeah, and I'm dealing with it, but yeah, I'm yeah. still I still have space for me to celebrate you, exactly, and watch you win and push you and help you, you know, in your next endeavor, exactly. You know, because as you win, mm-hmm. there's a powerful um, quote uh, by Marion and Marion Williamson that mm-hmm. says like. Um, as you're liberated from your own fears, you mm. give others the space yeah. to be liberated as well. Yeah. And I've always That's lived beautiful. by that. I remember in college, I had an index card that I wrote, like, mm. the whole quote. Mm. Um, and I will keep it in my... Yeah. I was such a nerd. No. Keep it in my binder and, like, look at it every day. Like, yep. <laughs> I'm getting this degree so yes. other people can win. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so how do you think you... I mean, I know for some people, community is really hard to find and, like, authentic community. Like, people who really cheer for you and really um, go to bat for you with no hidden agendas. Mm-hmm. Um, even personally, like, I find, found that to be, like, difficult. So how do, how do you go about um, creating a community for yourself or um, even filtering people yeah. into your community? It is so hard. Yeah. It's like... Dang. Yeah. And even when you find that community, then yeah. you, there's always like a breach, a hole. There is. Or like, <laughs> uh, dang, sis, I yeah. was celebrating you forever. Yeah. It's my turn. Where mm-hmm. you at? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but like, I try to leave by example. And mm-hmm. even in that, like I was mentioning, like, some people are either intimidated by it or mm-hmm. think there's some other agenda yeah. behind, like, I'm going to celebrate you and I'm going to go hard for you. Mm-hmm. That. They clam up. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I try to make sure in my communication with other people and like talking and thinking with mm-hmm. other people, like 
to let them know, like, I'm a safe place, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. It's very exhausting and taxing and mm -hmm. self-sacrificing mm -hmm. to always try mm -hmm. to make sure people know, like, this is a safe yeah. space. Yeah. Even at the expense of, you just did me wrong, Oof. and I'm not going to rip you to shreds yeah. the way I know yeah. I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other side of you asking yeah. Denise's. Like, there's an other side of me, like, I know... I can say or do something that will rip you yeah. to shreds, but I won't. Yeah. And you know I yes. could too. Yes. But I won't. Yeah. Because you don't need that. Yeah. And I still want you to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that is mm. a very scary place. Yeah. And it's like, if we think about like Christ, like mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. He sees us and knows us and knows Listen. everything about us. Everything. <laughs> and like He has the power to yeah. like rip us to shreds yeah. when we don't do the right thing. Yeah. But yet He still. Yeah. makes room for us yeah. and like I try to truly be a follower of Christ yeah. and so I don't give people that opportunity to mm -hmm. see me in that light mm, yeah you know? yeah because I think I'm oh, sorry go ahead I was just gonna say because mm -hmm. it's not worth it mm -hmm. like what glory and gain am I gonna get yeah at? okay yeah you know and what what did that other person deal with what did yeah. that sister deal with yeah. that now she has to like on top of whatever it is she dealt with to put her in a situation to be negative towards me. Yeah. Like, now I'm going to combat her? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. no. It's almost like not time. a fair fight. Almost. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I, I think it's in the safe place. Uh, it was interesting because I was going to write that down. I was like, but no, well, I'll say that for, but it still mm -hmm. came up. I think, like you said, it is hard to be a safe place because while you're also dealing with your own stuff, you're taking other people's stuff and it's not necessarily burdensome, like, oh, I don't know, people throw around this word toxic, right? And mm -hmm. they say, like, oh, people are toxic because, you know, they bring my energy down. They're not positive all the time. But it's, like, that's un really unfair to expect people to be positive all the time. You right. know, people go through bouts of hard times or whatever. So giving people the safe place to be down and things like that, you learn stuff about people. And so I know personally I've been in situations, and you know about those, like, where people have been safe places for me. And then they use when when upset or when whatever, when they're mm -hmm. in their feelings, have used the information that I've shared with them to kind of rip me to shreds. And so but in turn, I did not, even though, like you said, even though I could like mm -hmm. I have things on you like I could. But again, it's not a fair fight, because if you were well, you wouldn't have to do that to me. Exactly. Right. So like yep. it's it's. Like you said, it's always self-sacrificing. It's all even at the expense of like having your name tarnished and you're like, because mm -hmm. yeah, that could be um, that could be. It's a very humbling experience. I think that's very, the word I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. So how do you feel like how do you feel like um, women can better be safe places for each other? Like how, yeah, if you have any. Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like. Dealing with yourself mm. in the realest way possible, putting mm -hmm. yourself in other people's shoes yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Like, if you met the most horrible human being on this earth, mm -hmm. and, like, I, whenever I meet people, I don't care who you are or how you act, mm -hmm. I always try to look, mm -hmm. like, look at you. I look in the small things that you're doing, like... Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a bowl of M&Ms. You chose the brown one over <laughs> all the other ones. Why? Like, I'm looking. <laughs> yeah. You know, that might be a little extra. No. But, like, I try to find something in you. Like, mm -hmm. what gave you a smile today? Yeah. Like, what's going to make you smile? Even if you're the worst person, I want to yeah. see what is it. Yeah. Because when you push past all of the negativity, mm -hmm. 
you are then able to have like if there's some level of hope Mm -hmm. inside of you Mm -hmm. and so like when you are dealing with yourself Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. like how am i showing up in the world Mm -hmm. then you automatically create space for other people to have room to be their Mm -hmm. authentic selves yeah like when I am upset or frustrated, mm-hmm. and if it comes out in a que- in a um, in conversation yeah. or in a gesture, yeah. you know, if I'm rolling my eyes or you know, mm-hmm. I walk past you three times and don't mm-hmm. speak, <laughs> yeah. I'm checking myself, yeah, yeah, and I'm making it my business to go back yeah. and speak yeah, as like much as I'll. It will eat up at mm-hmm. me, like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to <laughs> speak, yeah. but I know, like what good is that going to get you? You know, and I feel like as women, we need to remember, like, it's still, she's still a soul. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I have people now that I'm dealing with that I don't understand for the life of Mm -hmm. me why they hate me so much. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm not going to give that Mm. person the opportunity to miss heaven because they're so worried about being upset with me. So every opportunity I get to smile at you, to talk to you, I'm not going to be all up in your face because I feel like at that point it's fake. But you will always get a kindness from me. Even if it hurts to smile and say hello to you because I know you're going to throw a little shade back. (laughs) It sounds like people are looking for shade. You know what I mean? It's like... No matter how kind you can be, and how and how and how um, well-meaning you are, people will always find ways to mm-hmm. misconstrue or mistake, literally mistake anything like you 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 say to them. But I think like what, like it's almost like, so this is called the free black woman. I feel like kind of uh, listening to what you're saying reminds me like you being free allows other people to be free. Yeah. Like when you're talking about being your authentic self, even if you are upset, I think in a safe place like serving and making sure this is the right place and showing up the right way you mm-hmm. can still communicate i'm hurt or i'm yeah. upset yeah and even though i'm upset like i'm still going to treat you with respect and with you know honor because you are a human being yeah and absolutely. um i think showing up and being free in that um where you don't have to necessarily pretend but still be cordial be like right. yeah when someone asks you like oh how are you doing yeah i'm pretty upset right now but whatever like i feel like that would make somebody like Okay, well, you know, how are you dealing with this? How are you, right? you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How are you even able to be here with all this stuff going on? Right. So, like, what does it mean to you to be, like, a free woman or a free black woman? Um, yeah, I feel like it's just addressing all of the uniqueness and caring about all the uniqueness that I bring to the table, like the mm-hmm. things that make me smile, the things that make me different, mm-hmm. choosing to appreciate that and celebrate it mm-hmm. and not be intimidated by others. Mm. And, you know, like, hey, yeah, um, I like to dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not stylish. I don't claim <laughs> to be stylish, but there are just things that I enjoy wearing that yeah. are comfortable. And I go at mm. it as if I was Cardi B in her fashion over. Yeah. Like I think <laughs> I like when I could do my hair a yeah. certain way and let yeah. it flow and my plain white shirt. Yeah. And you know and be totally confident. How did you confident. how did you get to that point? Like, cause I know I know in life in the world, like there's a lot of pressure for women to show up a certain way and to look a certain way or whatever and to not be comfortable. But how did you become comfortable in who you are, even if it doesn't look like what people may, you know, perceive to be uh, the standard. Yeah. Air quotes. Listen, I have been fortunate enough where mm-hmm. 
people around the world and yeah. anywhere yeah. have complimented me and I've held on to those compliments, yeah. you know? Yeah. Not everybody. Mm -hmm. And I didn't look at like, okay, the most popular person didn't celebrate my little yeah. outfit that I put together and yeah. spent hard. But there was somebody yeah. that said, oh, that looks nice. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I'm not looking for the most popular. Right. I'm not looking for 10 people said I look good yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, You know, like, yeah. I think it's, if somebody says it, I think that that's a win, you yeah. know? Yeah, And not necessarily, like, to do it for the praise of others, but mm -hmm. it's extremely encouraging mm -hmm. if somebody sees something that you've worked yeah. hard for. Of course. And, like, girl, you look cute with your yeah. little shoes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Right. Girl. <laughs> I got these on sale and I'm happy about it. Thank yeah. you for noticing. Yeah. You know? So like those little compliments, mm -hmm. even when it was when I was in grade school and it mm -hmm. was my mother. Yeah. You know? Or my father. Yeah. And speaking of my father, he used to do something <laughs> that, oh my God, I think for the entire high school experience it stressed me. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I used to try so hard to like put little pieces together mm -hmm. and try to look cute. Yeah. And I used to be like, Daddy, how I look? He used to be like, How do you think you look? Mm. And I used to, it used to irk me so mad. I'm that like, could be annoying. <laughs> and I used to say, Daddy, don't say how you think I look, yeah. but how do I look? Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know I'm going to say it. Yeah. And then finally, like, when I got to college and I was like, when nobody really cares about yeah. how you look yeah, at college. No. <laughs> but when it was time for me to, like, put little pieces together, I was mm -hmm. like, well, I look. I yeah. know I look good. And then I'm like, oh, my daddy yeah. used to try to yeah. get me to, like, think that way. Yeah. And now I do. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. I think it stems from that, too. Yeah. I think, um, no, I think. I know that growing up, I feel like sometimes when you grow up, you have to unlearn things that yeah. you learned as, but there are some things that are embedded in you as children. And for those who are fortunate, they have like those positive moments. So yeah. how would you look at your mom? Like how has she in inspired you to be a free black woman? Oh my God, that <laughs> is the most free woman I have ever met. Even when I'm getting on her case yeah. about a hairstyle choice, yeah. <laughs> an outfit choice, a food option choice, she will go to the ends of the earth and yeah. say, I do not care. Yeah, yeah. My mom, her hair started turning gray when she was 30. Oh, wow, and really? So, yeah, and one of her best friend beauticians used to like, Yeah. girl, let me put a color in it. And mm -hmm. for a while, she would mm -hmm. color it, color it. One day, she made up in her mind, no style it with the gray. Yeah. And people used to be like, oh, you're not going to color that in? And she used to say no and look at them like, no. Yeah. And I always, like, admired how, like, hard she would go for herself mm. and celebrate herself. Yeah. When when everybody else would be like, yeah. oh, girl, why are you going back to college with three kids? Why are you doing... And, and she used not? to say, everybody always want to have something to say. That's true. Either you going to let them speak in your ear and you don't get nothing done, mm. or you're going to keep going, get everything you want done. Yeah, yeah. And let them sit on the sidelines like, wow, yeah. you got... The two degrees and yeah. four kids. Yep. Yes. So, you know, they <laughs> yeah. always have sense of that. But she really, really inspired me because I feel like I watched her mm. go through stuff. Yeah. And I watched how she handled it. My mother yeah. prayed about every and anything <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's good, though. Oh, my God. Because there are times I feel like, like I should pray and I don't. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. She could be going through life. Mm -hmm hell and hot water and mm -hmm. like two dollars to her name and four mm -hmm. kids to feed yeah. and she would no matter what we yeah. found our way to a prayer service yeah. we found our way on our knees in yeah. the house yeah 
I remember hungry belly and praying and then food happening. Wow. Out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. Like, so I watched the miracles mm-hmm. that my mom endured. And like, yeah. it was always like extremely passionate. I watched yeah. her sit at the kitchen table on mm-hmm. a typewriter back when <laughs> typewriters was a thing, trying to figure out a paper. Yeah. Like reading this book yeah. with four kids running around. Yeah. And trying to figure out how to write a paper. And I feel like every single time I was in the library stressing over how to write papers, I would stop myself and be like, remember when your mother was trying to do it with all y'all in her face? You ain't got nobody. (laughs) (laughs) So, and she never had to like talk to me about getting work done and none of that. Like, I mean, my parents were always pretty leisure about that, but like. Her experience yes. was the chastising. Yeah, yeah. Because I would feel like, oh, no, you don't deserve to be slacking. So, yeah, she always pushed me, whether she realizes it or yeah. not. Yeah. That's beautiful, though. Yeah. So how do you hold on to that, like, navigating through the world? I feel like being Christian, being a woman, being a black woman, there's so much opposition. Um, how we talking about before, with influences which influences how we should show up in the world or how we think we should show up in the world and um, what we can do, what we can't do, how to appear. Because I think even starting this project, talking about how the world sees us as angry black women, right? Mm -hmm. And so I can't be mad. I can't be, you know, all of myself because the world can't accept all of myself. How do you hold on to being yourself, being authentic, being free and um, being comfortable with yourself navigating through the world? Like, yeah. Um, honestly, Mm -hmm. it is a daily challenge. Mm -hmm. It shows up in work. Um, but you know what? Advocacy. Mm -hmm. I feel like advocating for myself, no matter who it is, what it is, creating a space where I can be free. If I'm, if I'm attending an event, Mm -hmm. a gathering, Mm -hmm. and almost everybody there can't take me being there. I realize that's not the space for me. Wow. And I make yeah. the choice to remove myself. So instead of trying to... Trying to be, yeah. trying to fit. Yeah. No, because there is a space mm-hmm. for me in the world. It's yeah. up to me to find it or create it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember dealing with a situation at work where I was experiencing a microaggression mm-hmm. from a white colleague. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a... It's a high-profile job. Yeah. Everybody's there trying to do their part. Yeah. I mean, I have I work on like a unicorn team. Everybody <laughs> loves each other, and that's like, beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god, okay. it's hard to see like mm. subtle racism mm-hmm. or microaggressions. Mm-hmm. And I started experiencing it, and I watched how it would show up, and mm-hmm. I watched how like it would show up with a smile, mm. show up with a oh, but you know. but are you okay? Right. You know, and so. I had to take a risk. Yeah. So advocacy also mm. comes with like taking risks yeah. and yeah. knowing when to speak up yeah. as a black woman. Yeah. And being free enough to speak mm. up. Yeah. And like the people around me need to know like mm-hmm. I'm always going to speak up for myself mm-hmm. because nothing in this world is more important than me, yeah. even a job. Yeah. I can find another one. Oh yeah. Yeah. So having to speak up mm-hmm. to a leader mm-hmm. who was, you know, mm-hmm. um really not creating an environment for me to be productive. Yeah. It was a risk, but it was one that was great and it actually changed and shift culture in the office mm-hmm. to really discuss some uh, inequities um, that, you know, we're experiencing 
And I had to really, really think about mm -hmm. who I wanted to be and who I needed to be for that hour. And yeah. like six other women came forward and said, yes. you know, Denise, I'm so happy that you said something because I was dealing with it too. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, again, you being free enough. Exactly. And as brave you're enough. liberated from your exactly. own fears, you give people the space right. to be liberated as right. well. And really doing that. Yeah. Um, I also think it's really important, even in our own families, yeah. to help our families understand who we are and who we're becoming. Wow. Yeah. Like, that's, it's that's hard. Heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. Because they, they're used to you being little Nisi, mm -hmm. little Lily, little whoever. Yeah. Yeah. And especially as a black woman, yeah. they don't see you yeah. as a full-fledged adult. No, no. <laughs> and I come from a big family, a lot of opinionated people. Mm -hmm. And I had to make choices, yeah. even in, like, wedding planning, even in, like, making personal choices yeah. to move to Manhattan, yeah. to move, you know, to yeah. move in the world. Yeah. I remember when I first decided after college that I was going to go teach in Africa. Yeah. I had family members who were like, absolutely not. Really? Yeah. They, <sighs> and it was their, I realized it was their own fears. Yeah. They've never seen the world, so they don't understand that it's possible. Yes. And I had to say, I'm absolutely going. <laughs> Like, I don't know about where you are, yeah. but yeah. And like, it's okay. Yeah. You're going to watch. You're yeah. You're going to see. Yeah. You're going to understand that it's okay. Exactly. I think it's almost anti or exact opposite of what we're kind of taught as black women. I feel like black women are always taking care of people. They're yeah. always kind of subservient and um, in a serving position, which is not necessarily a lower position, but I think sometimes we serve people at our own at the expense of our own dreams, mm -hmm. our own... Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, I, rem mm -hmm. I remember at one point, every time I was traveling, yeah. somebody was saying, and I'm saying, and some of it was other black women yeah. who were like, girl, you better stop all of that travel. You ain't gonna never find a man. Oh, God. How you wanna... How That's you expect so true, to get though. married and you always in another country? Yeah. You always busy. You yeah. always going. Yeah. And I'm looking at them like, God help them. Yeah. Because you ain't doing nothing with what you got going on, but Yikes. you want me to stay yeah. And like, and I had a, I had every right. I'm a full fledged adult mm -hmm. traveling the world. Mm -hmm. I had every right to. I could have been disrespectful and say, yeah. "Girl, yeah. lady, Mind your you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> what you want me to be like you? Yeah. But that's disrespectful. Yeah, it is. And I would never. <laughs> Yeah. But what I had to do was smile, nod, yeah. and make choices. And I know people mm -hmm. in my community mm -hmm. who heard other things like what I heard yeah. growing up and choice, made it. choices to not. they still mm -hmm. desiring to travel the That's world, so still desiring to do things. Yeah. But because of that, mm -hmm. almost like a resounding gong mm -hmm. that's essentially telling them they can't it's almost like play it safe play yeah. it safe the safe is not better yeah so how so let's talk about that a little bit like you're talking about um if you want like about mm -hmm. singleness and traveling and mm -hmm. i know because even when i was younger it was a thing like oh i don't know if it was like media or like my parents were like oh i need to be married by this age yeah. and then if i'm not then somehow i'm a failure or whatever this is my thought for a minute and so i'm like okay i can't travel i can't do what i want to do because i'm going to miss out on these other opportunities but then mm -hmm. i read something that was saying we're talking about God orchestrating our story right God is bigger than the planet 
<laughs> so <laughs> if you're across the world, then it shouldn't matter where you are. Like he will set things up in the time that he wants to set them up. So how did mm-hmm. you deal with that? Like being single and traveling and just living your life? Like, yeah, first of all, I would I would hear so the same community that was like, mm-hmm. oh, you ain't gonna find a man, or mm-hmm. you always single, and you you always preaching this single, safe, satisfied thing. <laughs> um, at times, it would get to me. Yeah. And my close friends, they would hear me going on and on about how frustrating it mm-hmm. is to, like, grow up and not be in a relationship, yeah. right? But when I really got quiet and mm-hmm. to myself, that's why I said it's important to really know yourself and spend time with yourself. Because mm-hmm. when I got quiet, I would look around and say, well, this is the perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to do everything yeah. I want to do. Yeah. So that when it's time, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. And I would. Mm-hmm. And you want to know something? I had friends, associate, other coworkers who were in relationships mm-hmm. at a time when I was single. Yeah. And they would always secretly tell me, mm. you're doing the right thing. Yeah. You're doing the right yeah. thing, girl. Don't let nobody rush you. Mm-hmm. And if everybody in a relationship telling me, don't let nobody rush me, yeah. I said, all right, right. Thank you, sis. <laughs> I really appreciate yeah. that encouragement. Yeah. They wouldn't necessarily do it in public, though. Right, right. Because society's standard <sighs> yeah. is, where's your boo? Yeah. Where's your man? Yeah. And like somehow your worth comes right. from someone relating to you right and trust and believe Mm -hmm. there was always a brother knocking on the door Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wanting to know what's up Mm -hmm. (laughs) let him know (laughs) but then yeah and it's not like i'm like ooh, no you are beyond me do not come to my doorstep i would listen yeah i would see what he was about yeah and then when he heard what i was about right it was like all right this ain't gonna go nowhere yep because i always had standards Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm a certain amount of standards. Mm-hmm. I'm not participating in this right now. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you really stepping hard, this yeah. is where I'm at. Yeah. At this point in my life, you got to step with me mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I'm going to let you do you and I'm going to keep doing me. I'm going to travel, yeah. do what I do. And when you're serious, you'll show up. Yeah. And I mean, that's the truth. That's the honest truth. And I think for me right now, what's really I guess resounding in my mind is don't let anybody rush your story. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Even now, like I'm what 29 now at this point, I feel like I should be further along in life because I, whoever they are, they say that you should be further along in life. You should, I should be having kids by now. I should be owning my own house and land and I'm not ready for that. Yeah, and, no. and I, and I feel like God gives us what we can handle and if I really had all those things, like, yeah, I'm married, but we're still trying to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, that's going to be forever. The, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because you're always going to be maturing into a different person. Mm-hmm. People think, oh, I don't know. People have this, some people have this mindset about marriage that it's going to be boring. And, and I honestly had that thought, too. But if I'm turning into a different person every day, so is my husband. So yeah. we're always going to be, it's about doing the work to learn each other and staying committed. But anyway, yeah. so about um, staying true to your own timeline. Everything happens in its time. I'm serving the God, the creator of of universe, the owner, the the person who deals with time. He created time. So why am I trying to live outside of his timeline? Because the world says, if I'm not supposed to live like the world, why am I so concerned with what the world says, where the world says I should should be right now? So yeah, so I I needed to hear that because, yeah. And when it came to relationships, Mm -hmm. God has always checked me. Yeah. 
I remember being in a relationship, mm. thought of, I, I was so young, <laughs> but I just thought it was going somewhere. Yeah. And God was like, nope. That ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, he has a way of <laughs> Right. And then I chose, okay, I'm I'm grown now, I'm in yeah. college. Yeah. I got in a relationship and God was like, Oh, you didn't get that one, huh? <laughs> so he had a public Nope, yeah. that ain't it. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. at that point I said, God, I'm not gonna keep operating outside your yeah. world. Yeah. I'm gonna trust you in mm -hmm. every single thing I do mm -hmm. even at the expense of being ridiculed mm -hmm. or shamed yeah. or like ostracized yeah. and he promised me that if I actually mm -hmm. took him at his word mm -hmm. he would show up and show out and I am 100% <laughs> a witness floored <laughs> right like he really did make a promise yeah. and he really kept his end of the bargain yeah was I always, like, I remember there was a season when I was, like, really genuinely thinking, well, there was a few seasons where I was thinking, like, oh, this is it. Surely it cometh yeah. now. <laughs> and God was just like, nope. Yeah. That ain't it. But yeah. every single step of the way, I always learned something. Yeah. Learned something about what I want. And yeah. I feel like not enough, the reason why we, we as black women are always like, I need to be with the guy at this point. I done got my degrees. I done travel once mm -hmm. or twice. Yeah. I belong at this point in my life is because we're constantly looking for, like, the next thing, yeah. the next step. Yeah. But, like, we forget to learn things mm. in between. Yeah. And so I really try to take, a take the time mm -hmm. to learn things in between. Mm -hmm. And so now, like, my husband knows exactly what my needs are. Mm. And, like, I didn't know that yeah. I would need to express it yeah. or require it yeah you know yeah. but i remember there were situations where i'm like i don't like the way he talks yeah when he's talking to me yeah you know like yeah it wouldn't be anything crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody gonna get crazy with me <laughs> but i'm like i don't really like that yeah yeah or you know what for in order for me to feel safe yeah i need my man to do this yeah like yeah. but i learned that through friendships yeah. through association yes, yes. through trial and error oh yeah through brothers stepping up and mm -hmm. they ain't being about nothing okay right <laughs> like i'm like you know what i'm picking up these gems along the way mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna waste them yeah I'm hold them yeah 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 <laughs> and i'm gonna make sure it's worth it when it's my turn make sure it's worth it yeah that's really good i think sometimes we go through things because we don't learn what we're supposed to. i really and i know that that's another cliche but i really think sometimes it's true sometimes it's just people are just trash to be yeah. honest yeah. But at the same time, if you're if you're not learning anything, then you're wasting those trials and those experiences. You're wasting your yeah. pain and those tears. Like, don't waste your pain. Like, write take those down. Write it down. Don't forget. Tell somebody. And that's what people say: forgive and forget. I don't believe you should forget. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you should ever forget. It's almost impossible to forget. Right. Forgive, yes. But how are you? How will you learn if I someone forgive and learn? Yeah, forgive and learn. That's better. That's mm -hmm. so much better. But as um, as a free as a free black woman, like who were if you could name a few people, like the most influential people in your becoming uh, a free black woman, or as you become a free yeah, black woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you already know my mama. <laughs> yes, she is whew, everything. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I need to tell her that more, more, more. Mm -hmm. I mean, I tell her, yeah. but I, 
you know she requires a lot so i would really feel <laughs> i need to tell her yeah but um my mom my godmother vandaline kennedy like mm. she is a free black woman yeah to the umpteenth power <laughs> and i've watched her in so many spaces just navigate it mm -hmm. and i'm just like oh my god yeah she always is going after something and like really committed to yeah. like showing up for herself mm -hmm. as much as she shows up for the world yeah 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 um oddly enough i had um a teacher in high school she was really afrocentric <laughs> but she was also a teacher in the hood and she just brought a, di a different vibe mm -hmm. that was really free black woman like hmm. When everybody was getting their perms yeah. and fresh cuts and being stylish. Yeah. Like, when I tell you she was beautiful, yeah. but, like, she would wear her flowing natural hair. Yeah. And she taught, like, um, she taught us a lot of African-American history yeah. stuff. And so, like, she was really, like, rooted yeah. deeply. And she would give me, like, um, poems and things to read on the side yeah. that really helped me to be cultured at a young mm -hmm. age. Yeah. Where I didn't realize she was really sent planting seeds around like yeah. being yourself and yeah. being okay with being a black yeah. woman yeah so yeah i saw her once and i was able to thank her mm. but yeah as we were adults in education mm -hmm. i was like oh look at you <laughs> she was like, look at you yeah, yeah. so definitely her mm -hmm. and then um honestly like my friends like i'm talking about like friends friends like mm -hmm. people who were in my wedding mm -hmm, you know like mm -hmm. Just watching them navigate mm. the world and, and watching them endure their own pains and yeah. struggles and, like, the bravery to keep going. Yeah. You know, this world could really knock you off your feet yeah. and make you feel like, I'm going to stay down. Yeah, yeah. And to truth be told, some of the situations that my friends have been in, I'm mm. like, sis, if you stay down, I'm going to just miss right. cover you with a blanket. Right, right. This is hard. <laughs> it's okay. Right? Yeah. But, like, watching them get up and pursue their dreams and goals, like, that is the most powerful yeah. thing to me. Just watching other people win and overcome their own struggles. Mm -hmm. It's enough encouragement for me to yeah. get up and do my own thing That's as beautiful. well. Yeah. Yeah. So what has freedom cost you? Oof. Ooh. <laughs> There's the question. <laughs> I was like, ooh, these questions are good. They got me talking. <laughs> what has freedom cost me? Let freedom ring. <laughs> yes. Um, freedom has really cost me, like, I would say the safety net of retreating to fear. Mm. Like, there's a there's this I feel like everybody has it or mm -hmm. has experienced it, but there's a place mm -hmm. that we can all go to mm -hmm. where we're like, this world is jacked up, yeah, and I'm gonna just stay right here, yeah, because this is safe. Yeah, get up, go to my nine to five. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody bother me. Don't mm -hmm. talk to me. <laughs> I'm a I'm a wave and I'm a smile and I'm gonna show up in the world. But yeah. there's a place in us that we can all retreat to. Mm -hmm. And I remember one day. Um, being in that place mm -hmm. and like just going through life everybody thought it was awesome and I'm like doing my thing mm -hmm. but when I would get by myself or you know and by myself I don't mean physically like in my home right. by myself but like I could be sitting on a train mm -hmm. you know or sitting in a church service mm -hmm. Lord Jesus <laughs> and 
I would go to that place. Mm -hmm. And I realized, like, I'm going to that place out of safety and fear. I mean, well, not safety, but survival. Mm. Like, I'm out here just mm. trying to survive. Yeah. Right? And I thought yeah. that that was okay. I'm mm -hmm. like, this world done beat me up so much mm -hmm. when I'm trying to pursue freedom. Yeah. Right? And I remember one day I just said, I'm going to burn this place up mm. because it's not going to serve me well yeah. in the long run. Yeah. And, like, really thinking about, like, I'm never going to go back to that mindset mm -hmm. of I'm just going to retreat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let go of this safe place. Yeah. And it was very scary, mm -hmm. very challenging. Mm -hmm. But I knew that if I let it go, I could totally be free yeah. and not care about people, yeah. not care mm -hmm. about yes. what I don't have. Yeah. And I remember making a conscious decision to give up that space. Yeah. And it really does put you out there. Yeah. <laughs> you give up that space for real. Yeah, I got so like, I feel like, now. yeah, freedom has really cost me that. And it, yeah. it required me, like getting rid of that space required me to address my issues. Mm, yeah. Which meant yeah. go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right? Because yeah. like now you can't just go to that place in your own thoughts and yeah. stuck there. And yeah. being, I remember being in a room full of people, everybody laughing and talking, and I'm laughing too, but I'm in that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, ooh, mm. this is scary. Mm. This is good. Yeah. You know, telling myself, like, this is good. Mm -hmm. They don't even know that we having a whole pity party right here. <laughs> we smiling and laughing. Wow, right? yeah. And, like, I was like, this is not good. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It really cost me that safely. So now yeah. you are what you get. Sorry, David. Because <laughs> I'd be like, Shout out to David. <laughs> I don't feel this yeah. way. Yeah. You know, it just requires you to be more honest, yes. open, yes. transparent. Yeah. Um, it also puts you in a place to be vulnerable. Yeah. And people don't know how to deal with vulnerability no, these days. They don't, sadly. Hello, yeah. do you realize my whole heart is right here? <laughs> Look at it. And you got all of these arrows out. <laughs> right, right. You're not even trying that's to protect real. my heart. No, that's real. No. Um, so, yeah, that's what freedom has cost me. What are some misconceptions about freedom that people have, you think? Um, I feel like people abuse that word. They mm. overuse it. There's a lot of people doing a lot of jacked up stuff. Yes. And they be like, I'm free. Free yeah. to be me. Yeah. But yet they're still in that cave. They're yeah. still showing up in that. It's ironic. place. Yeah. You know? And it's like, stop. Yeah. You're not free. Man. Because if you were free, you wouldn't be bleeding all over all of us. Yikes. And it's like, yeah. don't do that. Or even be free enough to say that you're not okay. Right. right. You know? Like, no one's telling you you have to show up perfect and whole. Right. Just show up. Right. And show up as yourself and not this facade. And it's a lie, you saying that you're free. Mm -hmm. um, I totally agree with that. So just a few more questions. Yeah. And then, okay. So what would be your one message of hope for black women? Like, if you could go out, not saying you're going to die anytime soon. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but you're looking, you're looking at your life. Like, what would, what would be the one message you want your life story to like to ring true to people like what what, what would you want to say to mm. people what would you want it to say to people um it's okay to stay the course mm. and like as a believer mm -hmm. don't let this world try to convince you that you are out of time mm. Because, like, mm. when you stay the course, yeah. I don't care how long yeah. it takes. It's That's good. the right course. That's good, yeah. And, like, 
you graduate. Yeah. You really graduate. Yeah. And I remember every single step of the way, when it was finances, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to yeah. pay this tuition. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this. Yeah. And God would come mm. through. And he wouldn't come through in no little way. He would come through in a way that's like jaw-dropping. Yeah. You know? As he does. <laughs> right? What like, other way can he show and he up? he knows our innermost thoughts. And, yeah. like, as a black women, especially, like, we have to know. We already know, mm -hmm. but we have to rest in what we know mm -hmm. about our ability to triumph, our ability to succeed, yeah. our ability to show up and show out. Yeah. Like, you got it. You yeah. got the sauce. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that's really, good. Like you are it. Yeah. Everybody wants to be you. Yeah. Our strength. It was just put in our DNA, our yeah. melanin. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we got it. No. It's, yeah. It's it's okay. Wherever you are, it's okay, and yeah. you will get through it. Yeah. You can. You can come from the bottom to the top in no time. Yeah. Even if it's taking a long time, it's literally no time. No, you're really speaking to me. Okay, yeah. so I'm just like, I'm going to have to listen to this. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, over and over it's again. so true. I'm a witness. Yeah. yeah. I still don't understand how I have all of these blessings right now. Yeah. Like, I remember, it feels mm -hmm. like it was yesterday. Yeah. When I was like, <laughs> on a pissy elevator. I sound like Cardi B right now, but like, on a pissy elevator, with like 25 cents about to go to class yeah getting a 25 cent cake so i yeah. could have some type of sugar energy in yeah. me so i could focus in yeah. class and feeling like god is this really about to be my life yeah like what am i doing yeah and now like all of this that i have and i'm just yeah. like who are yeah. you yeah girl you're doing <laughs> it and you still got so much more to do absolutely so, like, our uh, capacity as black women yeah. is yeah. so huge. Oh, my gosh. And we got to take advantage of it. Yes. Get For up. ourselves. For ourselves. We give so much to no, other people. Even, but Go even ahead. as we're going after it for mm -hmm. ourselves, it's really for your other sister. Oh, absolutely. I feel like every time I saw somebody else win, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I could mm -hmm. do it. I could do it. Yeah. I could do it. I could do it. Yeah. She's doing it. I could do yeah. it. It's, it's, it's almost selfish to keep it. To keep it for yourself in that yeah. way. Like, it is for yourself, but then it's, like you said, it's also for yeah. someone else, like, always. Yeah. Um, so, bef before, when I first started this project, you mentioned, I had you define yourself. Like, what word would you use to describe yourself? And you said the forgiving black woman. And yeah. I know that was a that was a while ago, but... I remember. <laughs> okay, okay, good. every day. Okay, okay, good. So, why did you pick that word? And how are you the, the forgiving black woman? Yeah, it stems out of everything I talked about yeah. in this interview. Yeah. Um, there are so many people who are dealing with so many things. Yeah. And I just feel like, first of all, I forgave myself for mm. all the times that I was confused yeah. and didn't do the right thing, didn't yeah. think the right way, yeah. held my own self back yeah. from opportunities, mm. right? So, like, I forgave myself. And then I was like, because at one point I used to go hard on myself, mm. like, Ugh, you should have spoke up. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But I forgave myself, mm -hmm. and then I thought about mm -hmm. what I felt like, mm -hmm. what was going on in my mind mm -hmm. in those moments, mm -hmm. and I thought, if I'm dealing with this, yeah, so many other people are making mistakes, yep. even if their mistakes are hurting me. Yep. So let me yep. forgive them. Wow. Yeah. And give them an opportunity to start over. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if they are, like, 100% off, yeah. then that's a different story. Yeah. But, like, I'm, I, I make it a habit to mm -hmm. forgive. There's so many people walking around with 
hurt mm -hmm. from issues that they can't even address because yeah. it's so confusing to address. Yeah. Like parents who didn't do the right thing, mm -hmm. who mishandled them mm -hmm. growing up, mm -hmm. you know, like their parents didn't talk to them enough yeah. or their parents didn't show them that, no, you're not supposed to do it that yeah. way. You're supposed to do it this way. Yeah. And like they're walking around with that hurt, especially yeah. when they see other people who've had that. Yeah. And like they don't understand like it's you have to be a forgiving person, forgiving. Yeah. Like I watch people who are angry over little things yeah. and I'm like, that's mm. you're not really angry because they bumped you. Right. You're angry because you didn't get to speak up about it mm -hmm. when you were young. Mm -hmm. You know? You're tired of being pushed around. Yeah. It's always and something else. So many of us have dealt with so many things that we never got justice for. Yeah. Oof. And so you have to like let it go. Yeah. And like forgiving is really like about putting yourself in the other person's shoes mm -hmm. and realizing like we're all coming from mm -hmm. a hurt place. And mm -hmm. so I really feel like I I go hard to do that. Mm -hmm. I always create room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I mentioned earlier, like there are people where I'm just so confused. Like I have no idea what you're dealing with or yeah. why you don't like me. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to come mm -hmm. and have a cup of coffee, talk absolutely. To me, the door will always be open. Absolutely. So I'm always going to forgive. I'm not going to hold you right. to that. Right. I'm going to know and be careful around you, Absolutely. but I'm not going to hold it mm -hmm. against you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's uh, it's necessary. Absolutely. Especially in today's time where it's so easy, mm -hmm. that cut off. Yeah. It's so easy to cut people That's crazy. off. And it's like, do we not care about community we anymore? We don't. That's a sad what part. What happened to the village? Mm -hmm. Just like somebody came in and burned up our yep. village. Or you think that you need to tailor make it to to figure out. You don't need yes men. You need people who will challenge you. Right. You need people who will cause you to grow. Because if not, right. then, then what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hi. No, it's okay. I'm just a couple uh, more. So, what are some small ways that you pursue freedom every day? Um... I pursue it in a cup of coffee. No. No, I mean, hey. But, uh, yes, I find small things that I appreciate, that I enjoy, and I try to make sure I'm committed to doing that. Yeah. Um, even if it's me finding my favorite quote online okay. and, you know, putting it somewhere mm -hmm. visible. Um, I love quotes. Yeah. Uh, or um, choosing to go get that slice of pizza. Yes, okay. And, Treat yourself. you know, being happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also, I'm building my home, so, yeah. like, we chose to get a pet, yeah. a puppy, so who, baby. like, brings us so much so joy. Yeah. And it's, like, really create an environment for small things mm -hmm. that will make you smile no yeah. matter what. Yeah. Because life can be so challenging. Yes. So, like, you know, and then I also feel like, um, I'm so grateful to have a husband, but like, I love that we have our togetherness yeah. and we have our separateness. Yeah. And it's like, you need that. We, yeah, we are learning because yeah. we aren't 100% there yet. And I believe it still because we're right. kind of newly. I was like, so like, we're not there yet. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. we're like, no, I need you. I want to mm -hmm. hug you. I want to mm -hmm. cuddle you. But they're like, we're learning that sometimes you need that alone time mm -hmm. to really just be with yourself. Yeah. Because how can you love yourself yes. if you don't spend time with you yourself? Know, exactly. Exactly. And so I'm spending time with myself, like, even if it's me doodling on a piece of paper mm -hmm. or just thinking about things, mm -hmm. writing, writing, mm -hmm. you know, but just finding moments to spend time alone. Yes. Go for a walk. Go yes. look at, look around. Some yes. of us ain't never looked at trees before. 
you know, like you so hurt because you didn't look at no trees. Go for a walk. Go look at the birds. See how yeah. nature is living. No, yeah, you know? it's real. It really does yeah. help you. Because yeah. then you see and you're like, there are beautiful things yeah. around me. Yeah. There are things. God creates so many things. Yeah, he does. And just watching, like looking. Have you ever looked at a leaf mm. for what a leaf is mm -hmm. for? Like we take them so for granted yeah. so much. It's literally art. Art it's all around art. us. <laughs> and then I remember one time I literally, I looked at a leaf on the ground, picked it up. I was like all in it, <laughs> looking. And then all of a sudden I said, let me hit Google. Yeah. So I started looking up leaves and it's, yeah. so, it's filled with so much nutrients. Yeah. Like, it's so necessary. Mm -hmm. It gives us oxygen. Mm -hmm. And then, <laughs> like... are like, you're welcome. <laughs> right. And then I just started crying because yeah. I... And I didn't cry, you know, mostly in those moments. Mm -hmm. If you're a preacher, you'd be mm -hmm. like, ooh, if God can think on a leaf, he can think on us. <sighs> yeah. Right? But I yeah. started thinking about leaves are like a people mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And how easy it is to, like, Go past people. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a story. Yes. Everybody was uniquely made. Yes. And like everybody has a purpose. Yes. And I thought about people who don't. So like thinking, being grateful yeah. for what's around us yeah. Yeah. really does bring about peace. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Just one more question. So, so what do you love about being a black woman? And how does that like add to you feeling free? <coughs> I love our hair. <laughs> True. I talk about it all the time. <laughs> mm -mm -mm -mm. I love how unique yeah. our hair is yeah. and how versatile. Yeah. Literally, we can do whatever we yeah. want with our hair. It's almost like us. And I feel, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel so bad that yeah. other people don't have it. Mm. Mm. Black women can do, you can shave it off, grow it back, yep. twist it, yep. fry it, dye it, lay it to the <laughs> side, spike it. Yeah. Yeah. Wave it. Yeah. And it's just a beautiful representation mm -hmm. of who we are. Yeah. And I love that the Bible, like the Bible, it was really made for us. Like, yeah. I don't understand how people don't understand yes. that the Bible was made for brown people with yes. blue hair. Because the <laughs> Bible talks about how our hair is our glory. Mm. That's interesting. And we are yeah. a representation of Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And He is the glory. He gets the glory. Yeah. And so, like our hair, we some people take hair for granted, mm -hmm. but like it really is a representation of who we are mm -hmm. because of the intricacies, mm. the details, yes. the versatility, yeah. the uniqueness. Yes. You. Yes. There are literally hair shows. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and like, sure. <laughs> You can we like even weave. You can replicate it mm -hmm. and still create something special. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like us. It's mm -hmm. like no matter what we've been through, mm -hmm. whether they shave us off, it yes. grows back. We have opportunities yes. to grow back. Even if you lose all of it, you yeah. can borrow it, yeah. put it on your head. Yep. Like <laughs> we've we been so many coverings for so many people. Yeah. Wow. Safety net. Talk about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So a lot of people try to imitate us. You ain't got it, so okay. you're going to leave it. <laughs> you're going to inject it, right? Like, a hair, our hair, black women's yeah. hair is a representation of who we are. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful. Yeah. And, like, 
that's why I can't keep a hairstyle for two or three days. Yeah, almost. no, I feel like, you. I'm and you don't have ready. to. You don't have yeah. to. Yeah, it's the choice and the freedom and yes. the liberation that yes. comes with it, right? <sighs> and even for the like, I love also to see like some black women who like I know they're religious about their hairstyles. Yeah, they yeah. will get the same hairstyle yes. for twenty five years, <laughs> and have that loyal. Yeah. Hair stylist who like you getting the bumper curls? Right. Juanita, you getting your bumper curls? Come on, girl. Why they got me Juanita? <laughs> I got That's that from funny. Martin. <laughs> okay. But Juanita bumper curls. Yes. Yeah. But you know that that's the style that yeah. she's getting. Yeah. And it's just, I love the consistency. Yeah. For yeah. some of us who are like, this is it. Yeah. I made my choice. Yeah. And it's okay, sis. And this is who I am. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, like so, yeah. I love our hair. I, I think that's beautiful. Us. That's beautiful, though. Yeah. Okay. So do you have anything you want to promote or anything you want people to know? It doesn't even have to belong to you if it doesn't. Like, anything you want to... <laughs> oh, um, yes. As we are thinking about free black women, mm-hmm. uh, this is May. We just left mm-hmm. April yes. where we were seriously thinking about black women surviving mm-hmm. birth, mm-hmm. childbirth. Yes. And, like, the rates are super high across Mm. this country. And, like, we as black women need to come together, build our communities to care about each other, to care about living and surviving. Yes. If you're a black woman and you care about women, Mm -hmm. care about health, care about children, Mm -hmm. consider becoming a doula. There Mm -hmm. aren't many that exist. And we need it. We need us to show up to the hospitals And know the lingo, know the language, listen to us when we say my legs are numb. Yeah, yeah. It's not just because I'm in labor. Exactly. No, something is going on and really just advocate for each other. And I'm not just saying it just about birthing, Mm -hmm. but like there are so many spaces where we Mm -hmm. need to join and come alive. Yeah justice and advocate for each other we've been doing it for our black boys for so long we've Mm -hmm. been doing it for our sons and our husbands Mm -hmm. like let's show up for each other Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mental health yes this is may it's Mm -hmm. mental health awareness month Mm -hmm. and like so many black women we're so used to bearing the burdens but we don't have to anymore Mm. so if we can come together build communities that address Mm -hmm. mental health issues Mm -hmm. within black women get us the resources become mental health professionals we will help each other because we know we always have each other's back oh yeah yeah and no one knows us like no one knows us us. like we know us and no one will care to know us either unfortunately like we care to make sure like, I made sure my doctors mm-hmm. are all black women. Mm-hmm. I did Same. it intentionally mm-hmm. because, sis, you understand when I'm talking about yep. certain things. Yep. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My preference is someone who looks like me who understands my struggle. Right. So, yeah. Right. No, that's a good message. And so, yeah. closing out, um, I would like, if you could, for me to say, I am Denise and I am a free black woman. So. I am Denise, and I am a free black woman. Yay! Thank you so much for doing this. Yay! Yay. Oh, did you want to share your information? Or Okay, no, it's okay. We'll just cut cut that off. (laughs) But thank you. (laughs) Thank you for um, being a part of this this project. So yay. Yay. I love you. Thank you. Yay!